Hello, this is John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart Podcast. With the approach of Mother's Day, we wanted to take you back into a recording that Stacy Eldridge, my wife, did from Captivating, where she talks about mothers. I read a story recently about a young woman who had just given birth to her first child, and her own mother had come to help care for her. The baby had kept the new mother up most of the night with his little mysterious noises, so she was going to ask her mom how long it was before you stopped hearing all those sounds. Before she could ask, however, her own mother asked her, "Are you getting a cold, dear? I thought I heard you wheezing last night." <laughs> no matter how old your children become, they are still your children, just as it is true that no matter how old you are when your parents die, you are still an orphan. I don't know exactly when a softening began to occur between my mother and me, but slowly we became more graceful with each other. I do know that it began after I had looked honestly at my childhood and grieved deeply the wounds my parents had dealt me, inflicted by action as well as inaction. I had looked squarely at my youth. I'd been angry. I'd been sorrowful, and after a season, I was able to forgive. I began to see my mother with new eyes. My mother and I began to enjoy, even celebrate our shared faith in God, and not debate the differences. From out of the blue, one day, my mom apologized to me for missing me, ignoring my questions, and turning a blind eye to my struggles while I was growing up. I began to understand that in those years she had been treading water with all she had just to stay afloat. Lily, in *The Secret Life of Bees* by Sue Monk Kidd, says. In the photograph by my bed, my mother is perpetually smiling on me. I guess I have forgiven us both, although sometimes in the night my dreams will take me back to the sadness, and I have to wake up and forgive us again. Years later, as God addressed yet another layer of unhealed wounds in me, I was grieving that in my mother's presence I still felt not good enough. I still felt like a failure to her, a deep disappointment. Her words continued to pierce. It was then that God showed me that the way my mother made me feel was exactly the way I made her feel—a disappointment, an embarrassment, a failure. And in that moment, I knew with utter clarity that it was true. I felt her sorrow. I saw some of her irritating comments to me in a new light. She wanted me to like her, know her, and enjoy her just as much as I wanted her to feel that way about me, and I had withheld my acceptance from her. I realized for the first time how deeply I had wounded her. I was compelled by God to see her as soon as possible. I was able to make all the arrangements, get on a plane within days, and fly to see my mother so that I could apologize to her in person. We sat at her kitchen table, and I offered her, perhaps for the first time, my true heart. I told her that I knew I had made her feel not good enough. I knew that I had made her feel that she was a disappointment to me. I told her that I was deeply sorry, that it simply was not true. I loved who she was. I was proud of her. I was glad she was my mom, and I asked her to forgive me. She couldn't speak. She didn't have to. 
but I understood by her eyes, through her shy expression and her tender countenance, that she did forgive me. We embraced then with nothing in between. How can I relate to you the spacious place in our souls that act of repentance and forgiveness created for us? The walls, the barriers came down. We could offer and receive each other's love and acceptance and enjoyment for the first time in our lives. We spent the rest of that evening looking over old family albums. Nestled up next to my mother, I heard her say, Look how precious you are, pointing at pictures of a very young me. You were always so adorable. It was a tender time, a healing time, a time that was true and real and full of love. It was also the last time we had together before she was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. A short month after our relationship's restoration, Mom felt like she was dying. She told her doctor the same, and he ordered some tests. The tests revealed that her kidneys were failing. The cancer was extremely advanced. She was right. She was dying. My mom and I had four more months together, where we loved each other unconditionally and fully. How I wanted to have years together in this new place, and yet. How utterly grateful I am to have had the time at all! God restored much to us in those months. I'm weeping now as I remember. Those times, those memories are gold to me. It is one thing to suffer; it is something far worse to walk alongside one you love who is suffering intensely and be unable to do anything about it. Many of you have lived this. You know, when I was six years old, I nearly cut my finger off in a slamming door. When the doctor was shooting the painkiller directly into my wound, I looked up at my mother through my streaming tears and heard her say that it was hurting her far worse than it was hurting me. I didn't understand her then, but I do now. During her illness, while I was visiting to take care of her, she looked at me and tenderly said, "I'm sorry." I'm sorry to be putting you through this. Here she is, suffering, dying, in pain, unable to eat or even swallow, and she is sorry for me. She is sorry to be the cause of suffering in my heart. She would gladly have borne it herself and spared me the sorrow, spared me the pain of bearing her pain, her loss. I have heard it said that. Having a child is like having your heart walk around outside of your body. How a mother aches to protect her child, and yet all the while, from infancy to adulthood, a good mother is training her child to move ever more away from her, to need her less and less. Mothers love and long for their children; their hearts ache for them, over them. A woman bleeds when she gives birth. But that is only the beginning of the bleeding. A heart enlarged by all a mother endures with and through her child's life, all a mother prays and works and hopes for on her child's behalf, bleeds too. A mother's heart is a vast and glorious thing. My mother's heart was expansive, having been enlarged by suffering and years of clinging to Jesus while being misunderstood. Dismissed and judged by those she loved most, me included, it had cost her to love, had cost her to mother, 
It always does. But she would tell you that it's worth it, that there is no other way. The last time my mother was able to walk to the bathroom, I helped hold her from the front while her sister held her from behind. On the way back, Mom had to take several stops to rest, walking a few inches at a time. At her last resting stop, I looked down into her eyes and said, Well, what a great opportunity to hug you. I hugged her, lingering with her frail frame in my arms, and then looked into her sky-blue eyes. In those eyes, I saw the depth of my mother's love for me. Oh, it was measureless, vast, unconditional, tender, deep, strong, joyful, and clear. You could dive into eyes like that, get lost in that kind of love, or be found. Finally, I understood. My mother loved me. She had loved me during those years I just hadn't seen it. There was grace in her eyes and a knowing that all was well, that all would be well, and that nothing was lost, not in our years of missing one another and not in the years that I am left missing her now. Both my parents are gone now, off and away and fully alive in heaven. I tell you this story because I want you to know that redemption is possible. Healing is possible. Ask Jesus to bring it to you and yours. Then, if you can, go. Call your mother. Tell her you love her. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you loved it. We love getting your feedback as well. If you're enjoying these podcasts and would like to leave us a comment, please visit the iTunes store and do so. And by the way, Mother's Day is coming and we're offering some specials on our website. So for some creative ideas of resources to give to the mothers in your life, come to RansomedHeart.com and visit our store.